0: This month, we've been walking through the book of Ruth found in the Old Testament. And the book of Ruth is a short book. It's just four chapters long. And it's really an ordinary book. There's no prophets or prophecy, there's no parting of the sea, there's no miracles, there's no war. God doesn't show up at any point in this book to to give any person a divine calling. It's an ordinary book with ordinary people. And yet, after Brian read for us the final chapter, he said the word of God for us, the people of God, and we said, thanks be to God. Somehow this ordinary book, that doesn't really have anything exceptional happening in it is in our Bibles. It's part of God's holy word for us. And as we've been walking through the book of Ruth this month, I I kept realizing just how easy it was to identify with the people in this book. We can identify with the the pain and the anger that Naomi has when she loses her husband and two sons. We can identify with their worry for food, for what's going to happen next. We can identify when Naomi's concerned for Ruth and what's going to happen in the long run because we, we understand the worry for family. We understand the need for food to provide. For survival, we see Ruth and Boaz and and Naomi, and we can identify with these people because they're just ordinary people living ordinary lives as life comes at them, as loss, as change happens. And what I've come to believe is that perhaps it's the ordinariness of this story. That makes it so holy. That makes it so necessary to be a part of God's holy word. These ordinary people living their ordinary lives. And yet, what we find covering the pages of this short book is faithfulness. Faithfulness to God, faithfulness to one another. Following a a book in the Bible, the book of Judges, where it seems like the people of God can never seem to get it right, where they can never seem to stop falling short, where they don't seem to know what it means to be faithful. The book of Ruth follows the book of Judges that ends with the verse, The people had no king. And they did what was right in their own eyes. And then we come to the book of Ruth. Right after it. These ordinary people. Who seem to only know what it means to be faithful. We have seen the faithfulness of Ruth to Naomi. Naomi when Ruth was willing to leave her homeland and everything she knew and everyone she knew behind to go to Bethlehem, where she knew that she may not be welcomed because she was a Moabite. And the Moabites were the enemies of the Jews. And and then when they got to Bethlehem, we saw her faithfulness again to Naomi when she went out into a stranger's field to look for food, to provide. And it's not nothing that Boaz said to her in the second chapter, stay in my field and you will be safe. Because anything could happen to a woman alone going into a stranger's field. Anything could have happened. We can't discount the fear that Ruth must have had. But still she went we have seen the faithfulness of Boaz to God. Boaz chose to follow a not often followed law that God had given the Hebrew people to provide for the hungry and the poor. And we saw Boaz extend it to this Moabite Ruth and allow her to work in his fields for two months. And we saw last week Boaz's faithfulness again when Naomi remembered that this old law that Moses had given the Hebrew people to provide for the widows, as Jennifer told the kids, women in those days, their only hope was marriage. But here was Moabite foreigner Ruth, a widow. And and Naomi sends Ruth to Boaz and And Ruth tells Boaz, you are a redeemer. You are someone who can rescue me. If you marry me, I know I will be provided for and protected. But again, because she was a Moabite, the law didn't actually apply to her. But Boaz said yes. And we saw him go through with it in today's passage when he went to the community to marry her, knowing that he wouldn't just be providing for her, but he'd also be providing for Naomi. Because Boaz didn't look at the letter of the laws that God had given his people. Boaz looked at the heart of the laws. Boaz looked at the intention that God had with these laws when he chose to follow them when he chose to be faithful to God. It is such an ordinary story. And it doesn't seem to be that special. The most significant part of this story actually comes as almost a footnote. An endnote. It's the last word, a name. That becomes the most significant part of this book. Ruth and Boaz, parents of Obed. Obed, father of Jesse. Jesse, father of David. Moabite, Ruth, and Boaz were the great-grandparents of Israel's most famous and notorious king, King David. Of course, when we see the name of King David, we know not to just stop there. Because when we turn to the gospel of Matthew in the first chapter and we see the genealogy, we see the same names of Ruth and Boaz, of Obed, of Jesse, of David, all the way to the name of Christ. Somehow, this ordinary story with ordinary people living ordinary lives points to something so much bigger than they could ever begin to realize. Ruth and Boaz, they didn't know what God's ultimate plan was to provide for his children. Ruth and Boaz, did not have any clue what part they would end up playing in God's story. But Ruth and Boaz, in their ordinary, everyday lives, chose faithfulness. And suddenly, this ordinary story points to something so much bigger than itself. But the ordinary really isn't insignificant. The ordinary, I think, is actually everything. In a class in seminary, our evangelism class, we all, there were about 34 of us, we we all had to, to talk with someone who had been raised in the church who is now either an atheist or agnostic, and to talk with them throughout the four or five months about why they'd left the faith. And mine was particularly painful because it was someone I've known most of my life, someone who had prayed for me and with me, Someone who, he was youth council president at his church. He led his youth praise band. He knew scripture. He still knows scripture. And he walked away. And I I don't know if he'll ever walk back. But On the last day of this class, as we all started sharing these stories of 34 individuals who were just like us, raised in the faith but had walked away, we started talking about why. And a theme kept coming up. They didn't see why it mattered in the everyday lives of the people, of the Christians around them. They saw people being faithful on Sundays or around other church people. They saw people quote scripture when it suited them. They saw people who called themselves Christians treat others in ugly ways. None of these people were able to name a single event of why they walked away. They all just named the Christians they knew who weren't able to be faithful in the ordinary of the everyday. Their resounding answers were, if it doesn't matter to them, why should it matter to me? and faithfulness it's it's not easy and we should never lie to ourselves and begin to say that faithfulness is because faithfulness like Ruth going out into the fields faithfulness can lead us to some scary times faithfulness will cost us at some point in our lives Faithfulness will call us to look outside of ourselves and our own needs and our own self-interest. Faithfulness is a commitment. A commitment that we make to God. Acknowledging that, that we have been created and called to be set apart as the people of God Faithfulness is about realizing that our lives shouldn't look like the lives of anyone else. Because as the people of God, our lives, even in the ordinary. In the ordinary that every day have the chance to be holy. Faithfulness. It means saying no to something so that we can say yes to God. It means, suddenly, that we view people differently. That we view our time and our money differently. That we view our lives differently. Faithfulness means that in whatever occupation we may find ourselves Or whatever school we may find ourselves, or wherever we may find ourselves, that we have the opportunity in the ordinary of our lives to point to something so much bigger and greater than than we often we often fail to realize it. As Christians, whether or not we realize it, people are connecting our actions and our words. To who Christ is. In the ordinary, in the everyday, they're drawing a line. Faithfulness isn't easy. But as we have seen in the book of Ruth, with these ordinary people who didn't receive some divine call or divine instruction, they just knew the the laws of God, They, they knew God's heart. They just chose to be faithful in their lives wherever they found themselves. And suddenly, we can trace their names to Christ's name. All of us, all of us, when we are faithful, can trace our name back to His. And when we are faithful, others will be able to do the same thing. And suddenly, our ordinary lives are part of something so much bigger than we could ever begin to realize. But it all starts in the ordinary. Every day, with our intention and our intention and our thoughts and our words and our actions, with how we choose to be loving, with how we choose to be generous, with how we choose to view redemption, with how we choose to live lives as the people of God. We all live ordinary lives, but may we find ways to be faithful so that suddenly our lives and the ins and outs of every day will point to something so much bigger than ourselves. As we begin to come to a close in worship today, as the offering baskets will be passed, and as the band leads us in a final song, may we all think about the ordinariness of our lives, what we do every day, and begin to think about how we are being faithful or how we may be more faithful the God whom our lives are able to point to. Let us pray. Oh Lord, in the ins and outs, in the everyday, somehow you point to us. You have called us and we have the opportunity to point to you. We have the opportunity to to tell your story by how we live our ordinary lives, by the intention that we put into our lives, by the love we choose to share, by who we choose to be at school, at work, at home, at the grocery store, wherever we are when there's conflict, when there's loss, when there's questions. And that every day you have called us to be faithful. May you give us your strength. May you give us your guidance. So that our lives may point to you. So that others may see and know you are worth every second of our lives. We love you. It's in your son's name that we pray.